Confidential Podcast brought to you by DaytonConfidential.com. On today's show, Katie McLean debuts on Days, Trisha Cast returns to YNR, Thomas is hearing things on B&B, and William DeVry and M. Rylan are out at GH. All this and much more on today's show, so stay tuned. Welcome. Hello. Carly Silver, welcome. Hello. The Boston boys are vacationing in foreign <laughs> destinations. Yeah, foreign province town. Well, I was I was alluding to Jamie's joke back yeah. in the day where yeah, I know it's big, big I know. Bear was a big bear was foreign destinations. Yeah, or was it Aspen? Aspen. Foreign there we go. Aspen, yeah. <laughs> there we go. See, that's why I mentioned foreign. <laughs> Foreign Provincetown. I'm like, mm-hmm. it must be nice to be so close to Provincetown that you can just jet away. Um, let's talk a little bit about soaps. Jillian, you blogged what may be the biggest news of the week. William DeVry and M. Rylan are out at GH. Mm-hmm. I mean, GH is shaking and baking over there. You know, been a little surprised about these two, especially M. Mm. So I would just keep watching. Things is coming, child. They well, what are we going to do? We won't have the unofficial publicist. <laughs> child, you know, the Whisper Mobster, he used to just be like a publicist for everybody. Hell, even over at Bold when he was like, when he shaded Bold for not using Courtney Hope much. I'm like, okay, even if they were to do a storyline and say, Katie got some else, somebody else's heart and Storm is living in Vancouver or something somewhere. You won't be coming back. So um, it's just really shocking to me. The writing was always Shockaton. on the wall. Shockated. 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 <laughs> See? No, the writing to me, the writing was on the wall. For See, to me, the, like, irregardless of storyline, to me, when you become a soaps um unofficial publicist i feel like your writing is on the wall no matter what because it's happened on other soaps too people who end up like saying things tend to not last much more than a year after that happens it seems i don't know um so i've always sort of wondered about how he's stuck around as long as he has especially in the post um julian and alexis period after Mm -hmm. i mean it just seemed weird now of course I love M. Ryland. Everybody who listens to this podcast knows that. <laughs> I love having her on my TV, so I'm massively disappointed that she is leaving. I loved her as Abby on YNR, but I know YNR is not going to mix things up there. But I'm I hope that I get to see her on one of the other two soaps, I guess, sooner than later. Uh Carly, what did you think of this news? Uh, I thought, first of all, great reporting by Jillian, and I thought that I was so excited to see that it was getting picked up by everybody from here to Timbuktu because I was completely surprised. Um, I agree that I think, Luke, I agree that especially post Julexis and the stabbing and everything, I don't think that the I think the character of Julian was sort of written into a corner. Um, I like William DeVry as an actor. I don't. I think that the cast of GH in general, as we've talked about before, is so bloated that they could have used a number of cuts. I don't, I think that I'm fine with Julian going. I don't think M. Rylan was the place to cut. Now, there may have been circumstances that, you know, that I don't know about that may have led to certain things. I don't, I have no clue. But the character of Lulu, especially having just brought Dante back, 
is really integral to the way the cannabis is going to, you know, the integral to the way things are going to be moving and shaking going forward, it looks like. so. I guess I would, like, I I agree with you. The logic is that Dante returns. It would seem obvious that he and Lulu's reunion would be the storyline. But if you think about it, Lulu's had how many of her own storylines over the past years with Dante gone? So, like, I feel like General Hospital looks at those two characters. They don't look at those two characters as a a pair they look at them See, as an individual yeah. couple and they they're they're choosing to write them regardless of whether the other character is on screen for me the thing is that even if they don't reunite dante and lulu i think that you still need to have if you're going to have dante it helps to have the woman that he has so much history with in the mix if they choose to recast lulu which i have no clue about i'd love to see julie marie berman back if she wants to act i, I don't know if she is she or is if acting, she's acting she, she was on a show time. with hulu i believe i'd also she, I mean, because they had killer chemistry i'd also like love to see someone like a chriselle Staus if she wanted to come back to daytime or even lauren woodland who played um yep. who played Brittany. Uh, okay she's Fair returning enough. to ynr so for, yeah. we're, for, we're uh, gonna get to that later minute. Yeah, but I think that, that. oh, fair enough. Well, I think it'd be interesting to see. Um, my concern is that we've all talked about how they need to trim their canvas. Why they didn't go for someone like a Sasha or a Willow or Oh, I could have told you a where Peter. to go. Yeah. Sasha, Willow, I mean, Valentine, Jax, Nina. fire yeah, a bullet into the, into the crowd at the Metro Court and hit someone that needed to be cut before a, a historic character like Lulu. So for me, that doesn't make any sense. But I think the writing overall has been really really good so i'm interested to see where it goes Jeannie right, francis then. is returning to general hospital yes. we don't have an air date for that but she is... finally the mayor of poor charles is coming back she said i'm gonna take <laughs> cyrus down and then months later i got to go to washington girl i'm like where is she and cyrus has been so she has crack- been lobbying for pp e <laughs> money or whatever it's called yeah, PPE, uh, yeah. i'm like damn girl she's been I'm... she's been actively lobbying all this time for coronavirus uh, local support that's how big of a trouble the budget is it yeah charles um <laughs> like, damn jillian what are you yes. thinking about how ava or not ava anna peter yes. finn i'm excited alex okay, yes. Okay, okay, we, we know how you do. Park that car on the runway, sire. I am <laughs> well, so excited. Cars on the runway are not a good thing. An airplane well, should be parked it, on the park runway. It, park it, park it, stop. You was trying to take off, you, you grounded. I am so excited that Anna is not that boy's mama. You know I was excited. Chris and Dad, Dad and Chris, y'all don't want me over again, child. Now, if I find out, I need to find out who decided to make her and uh alex's if we find out who the genius is that that's the order of names that i'm gonna call you in call your ass so i need to dig around and find out i'm so you better excited. do that or else jillian's going to self-sponsor a, one of those planes to fly over the studio thanking Chow? you <laughs> oh, no 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 Chow, my coins are too precious to do foolishness and that was foolishness chat but i'm so excited that this is like clearing this up this was like this big mystery and you know now anna doesn't have to feel bad like she they destroyed her relationship with robin and that was one of the like their relationship has always been one of the uh realest and one of the coolest and the one that you know when if you tuned out at gh for years and when those two are on 
the chemistry between uh, uh, Fanola and McCullough and the way how they act around each other, you feel like you're tuning in watching an old family friend and their daughter mm-hmm. bonding and doing stuff. But when they just ruin torpedoed that, uh, I was, you know, I was thinking about Peter instead of you. I was like, bitch, what? Uh, uh. I didn't like that. Well, so I'm just too excited that this I, is cleared up. I, I feel like Kimberly returning for uh, maybe a week just to have the emotional impact of them dealing with the mother-daughter dynamic of people yes. not being in the family would be something. Or being a cousin rather than Well, a... right. But in the immediate family would be yeah. something that would be worth it. And considering how few things are in production these days, maybe they could get Kimberly. I don't yeah. know. Um Carly, what did you think of Ava and Nicholas this last week? Hot, hot, hot. That this was this is a storyline that's played out a lot longer than I thought it would. And I when I saw or initially when I I thought that there was gonna be an, a Nick Ava Franco Liz quad and I am so happy that the writer saw that the chemist the chemistry between the two actors and that stabbing and subsequent sex scene was the hottest thing I've seen on daytime in a long time. I love that Ava is torn between her desire to protect her family and between this lust she has for Nicholas. I don't even mind the whole Ryan Chamberlain hanging over the scene thing because it adds another element of peril to the romance. It And I love that Nicholas isn't denying the fact that he wants the bad girl anymore. You know, we've, we've had... Nicholas and uh, Elizabeth maybe sort of dancing on each other forever. We're, I am happy to see that go by the wayside and go where the chemistry is. And Mrs. Ava Jerome Cassidyne has a damn good ring to it. And I hope I that mean, they they Nicholas take is, over the town. Nicholas has messed with a bad girl before, so this isn't with anything Brit. to Brit. But he That's messed true. With, he has not messed with a lethal bad girl. Like, That's true. I mean, I, it, I, I don't mind Ryan hanging over them because... It makes like Nicholas has finally admitted, I'm in love with you. Like, I want to give this a shot. I want to be with you. The, I love the fact that Ava has to decide do you want to have love and also have your brother murked? Or do you want, you know, the money and, you know, dance with Ryan again or something like that, you know? So I kind of, I love it. Like, this it's like Ava really has to step up and choose men. You know, Ava always, you know, with Ava men had to choose whether they would, you know, walk on the dark side with her or try to bring her over to the light side with them. Nicholas is like all in and like, I I got you girl. I'm gonna protect you. Like, I love you. I want to be with you. And Ava's just like, I love him too. But my brother, but the cast and I money, like Ava is just, yeah. And Ryan, she's just, Ava has to finally let her walls down, so to speak. And, you know, I feel as though if she does that, she and Nicholas, if they teamed up, they can figure out a way to best oh, Ryan. Yeah. yeah, they can they can best him. Uh, some great news from The Young and the Restless. Trisha Cast is returning. Yes. We haven't seen her on screen in forever. I can't wait to have her back. She returns Same. November 30th. Time. Lauren Woodland returns on November 13th as my mm. beloved Brittany, but I mm. know her visits are always short. Jillian, what did you think of Elena and Devon this last week? I listen, the fallout 
I'm like, girl, you never tell the truth. You were supposed to lie. I'm like, nobody knew anything. And she blurted it out. I'm like, you are a dumbass. Um, I, I think the fallout is really great. And I'm sorry, Elena has the audacity of, I don't know what. She has a Karen size audacity, in my opinion. <laughs> when she is like, "You have to forgive me," I'm like, "Bitch, she don't. He don't have to do nothing. You lucky he didn't throw your ass out, throw your shit out." I'm like, "Are you crazy?" Devon is thrown, has held some really good restraint on his part. I like the fact that Mate's hand is in jeopardy with this, and Devon don't seem like he give a damn. He's just like, "Oh well." That's my cousin, but my cousin Stutz, my girl, like, whatever. I love it. And Elena, you're going to see Elena, she's trying to be all, I'm Devon, 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 but you're going to see that Sis is conflicted between the two cousins. I'm like, now we're getting somewhere. Now we're cooking with some gas. And I like that Amanda checked her. Um, Amanda sees right through Devon's. Let's go to New York together. And she's like, hold up. Like, you ain't, we ain't fit to do that for you to make your girl jealous. I like the drama that this is all turning into. Like, we're getting some sort of a triangle because Weinar has just been bland. Weinar is just like somebody making gumbo, but they ain't put no spices in there. You're thinking it's going to be good, and you're just like, what the fuck? Where are the spices at? <laughs> That's like if uh, I made gumbo. If I tried to make gumbo, I wouldn't know what I was doing. I, mean, uh, I didn't want to call you out there, but you, you know, know what? Call me yeah. out all you want. It's entirely there. True. You go. There you go. Carly, um, what are you thinking of Billy's continued obsession with Adam, even though he's already took him down a few notches already? Well, I think that. I think that this is the next chapter. We, we've known for a long time that this is the next chapter of the Abbott-Newman feud. And I think that the more we see, the more we see the reasons for the feud layered for other reasons besides just Delia's death, which is, a, of course, that's where it started or part of it started. But I think that there is more groundwork to be layered. And, and each time that one party stabs the other party in the back or in the front in the case of this article, the more potential we have for this conflict becoming richer. I think that the actors are doing a great job. I'm so impressed with Mark Grossman. I think that, you know, he's, and he's been doing really well for a while, but I think that I can really see how he's made the role of Adam his own. And I can really appreciate that. I think Jason Thompson is on fire. I'm loving the work that he's doing, and I think that even if, to me, the storyline is a bit light in terms of what, you know, I would rather them be taking shots at each other from Newman and Jabot than, you know, in magazines or whatever we're calling Restless Style these days, I think that the acting performances are stellar, and that, for me, is elevating the storyline a little bit. Jillian, what are you thinking of Adam's declaration of independence from the Newmans and that he doesn't want to have anything more to do with the warring of his siblings? Seen it all before. Sunshine Anderson has a song about that. Seen it all before. He does this all the time and then some shit goes down and he, you know, he goes for Brickter's breadcrumbs and then he tries to insert himself with the family. This is just a merry-go-round. Like, come on. Like, I would like for Josh to have Adam finally stick to that because the only kid that actually does that with Victor is friggin' Nick. Like, I would have Adam finally say, I'm 
done with all this bullshit and just leave it be. But as a parting shot to them, he take Newman Enterprises down. He takes Newman Enterprises down and its repercussions for Victor too. And you see, at like they know it's him, but Adam's like, it wasn't me. But you see Adam saying to himself, you know, or saying to somebody in the know, I told him I was, you know, I was going to fix his pony bag or something because I'm just over this. It's just a mindless loop. Um, we know that Adam always craves, he wants, even though Adam can't stand his siblings, we know that Adam wants to be in the inner fold. And he always wants his dad's approval and his dad's love and the closeness that he has with his um the first Newman kids, Victoria and Nick. He always wants it. We know Abby wants it too, but Adam, he will pretend and then Adam, you know, will try to go for the crumbs. Like, um, remember when they were celebrating Victor's anniversary, when it was really Eric Braden's anniversary, when they were at the top of yep. the top of the towers? Adam pretended like he was just not into it, but there was this scene where the Newman kids, Victoria and Nick, they got Victor this little toy car. And they were amongst themselves talking about it. And, you know, it was just like a little... Adam, the, the scene was just so telling. I thought that was brilliantly done. They were sitting around a dinner table, you know, after the parties go flow and everything. It wasn't anything major. They're just talking about this little toy car and how it replicated some car that Victor had. And Victor was so, you know, the little things touched Victor with that. Adam is like standing, literally standing on the outside because they're sitting at this table again and he's up mingling, but he sees them and he's watching them talk about this car and stuff and he's eavesdropping or air hustling. And Adam feels like, an outsider. He's literally on the outside looking in on their little bonding. And he wants that. He wants to be in that. So I'm like, I'm kind of like at this point with this Billy versus Adam thing, wrap it up, lady. Like Josh is dragging the hell out of this Delia thing. I'm like, Delia, what? I'm like, this has been 10, almost 10 years ago. I'm like, I understand, but damn. Well, we got Cassie as, uh, as a ghost for how many years after oh, Cassie no. died? No, 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 um, no. That's different. Stop. I'm That's joking. different. I want to no, go around the it, circle real quick mm -hmm. and get a fist bump or dump for Billy and Lily. Carly? Um, I... Uh, <laughs> um, fist bump I, or dump? Uh, dump. I, I like. I think Billy has much more chemistry with Amanda or um, or Chloe. Jillian, fist bump or dump? Child, dump, 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 dump. Uh, you know, I'm. You know, I ain't no fan of this. I feel as though they're trying to do the re. They're doing. They're trying to re. They're get. They're giving. Look, I ain't no shade against Crystal. Crystal Khalil getting airtime. Bring a love interest in, damn it, because it's just. This lightning does not strike twice, and this is no shade to Jason Thompson at all, because he has chemistry with damn man one. He and Michelle Morgan is where the heat should be. I agree. But him and they're trying to make lightning strike twice again. The only difference is with Billy and Lily, you had Billy Miller in the role as Billy Abbott, and I, they were fired then. They're, I'm not, I didn't they're, even love them back in I the day. I thought that, that they were fine, but I didn't think that there were any, like... They had the heat. They had the heat. Yeah. He, he made... Like, I will say this. 
Billy in her orbit is going to make Lily less stuffy. When he, they were together under with Billy Miller, Bi uh, Lily was less stuffy and rigid. She was go with the flow. And I hope that with Jason Thompson and, their, and her doing this again, well, you know, with her doing this again with Billy, she, you know, they make Lily less stodgy. I'm just not feeling it. Like, see, they need to bring someone new in for her. Somebody see, new that is black. Well, okay, this, <clears throat> my suggestion wasn't going, isn't black, but um, I no, feel I like that. of the of the male characters her age on screen, Adam would be the most intriguing because, yeah, be, because yeah, like for me, Adam is this character. Muni, I loved him. Uh, his Adam was Sharon. Hartley's, I loved with mm -hmm. Chelsea. I it's feel valid, like yeah. this Adam could be really hot with Lily. And it would be a very interesting dynamic because with Neil being gone, Victor always had that great relationship with Neil and he has an, a weird relationship with Adam. Would he try and protect Lily from his own son? There would be potential there. Um, but that, that was just my thought when I was looking at the existing cast. It'd be like Lily and Adam could be an interesting dynamic. And Hi, I'm not as big a fan of Chelsea. I'm not as big a fan of this of Chelsea with this Adam. Hire somebody black. I said what I said. And mm -hmm. Naya, you know, Chelsea, this really should be an I told you so moment for Nick because she had a good thing with Nick and blew it to high hell to be with Adam. Right about now, I would love, I would, you know, I would have loved for her to try to, you know, as a way to stick it to Adam, try to cozy up under uh, Nick to make Adam jealous and Nick be like, uh-uh, sis, you you had me, but you left me for my brother and I told you so. Pull a Karen Walker, tell you so, tell you so. No, not Karen Walker, Grace. A Grace Adler, tell you so. Like, I'm, no, Lily needs somebody black. I said what I said. Let's talk a little bit about The Bold and the Beautiful. Ashley Jones is returning on November 2nd. Carly, Thomas is has a hope doll. Oh, God. Um, so... I remember when Bell, Brad Bell did an interview with the BBC over, I think it was over the summer, and he said, oh, the dolls are getting their own story. And I was sort of like, all right, well, you know, I'll, let me give this a chance. What? Bitch, you said, let me give this a chance. I was in a good mood that day, Jillian. I'm not in a good mood now, as you could tell, because right. this is shittiest. It is like, heart. it's like, I, there are no words to say what, ridiculousness this is i sh you know i feel like I, I i feel like agnes nixon is probably screaming from heaven and like being like what is wrong with you why would you kill the genre that i spent so much I'm time i'm pretty sure she wrote she's talking to his daddy and saying bill and he's like leave me alone leave me alone leave me alone i know i feel like this the the way they've built up thomas there could be a legitimate way to there could be a legitimate way to look at his mental illness however the way that this is being sens sensationalized with this ridiculous doll is so stupid that there is no real reason to watch other than the fact that he's talking to a doll um uh what's his face matthew atkinson did an interview the other day saying oh thomas has a severe mental illness and uh i was like okay great but i don't want I, I, I don't, I don't, why does it have to involve a doll? That just cheapens it all when, you know, they've built up an interesting sort of villainous character. And it's so stupid. 
It's the just only time idiotic. talking to a doll has worked in Timmy. recent daytime is Timmy. It did mm, not that's work recent? on. Well, that's Kinda, what I'm yes. saying. Recent. That's the closest. I yeah. mean, the the only other one is Barbara Ryan, to, or was it? Not well, who was talking to the clown on As the World Turns in the final year was that Henry or Barbara? I can't remember. Oh, no. oh, Someone no. was talking to a clown oh, no, on oh. Old and the Beautiful. <clears throat> oh, no, I'm sorry, oh. on As the World Turns. I'm sure oh, one no. of our listeners who was Tony, who, yes, will remind us who was talking to that clown. I think it was Barbara. If it, Trapped oh, no. in the storage room or something. Trapped in the closet. Oh shit! We can't sing him no more. Damn. Um, oh, oh, never mind. So, um, let me tell you something about this storyline. Um, I feel as though Brad took a look at the publicity he was getting for the dolls and decided to ratchet up a notch to get more publicity, i.e., eyeballs. I feel as though it's not working, darling. It, it, it isn't. And, you know, I was like, the soup ain't even on to spoof y'all. But someone was like, ah, that, that, that. it is. And I'm like, rich, it is? Rich. And I'm like, it is? And then I couldn't find it. And then someone it's else was like. It's not it was canceled. Then, and then someone was like, it's on the app. And then someone else said, no, actually, it is on E. They brought it back. Nobody with a real name is on it. And it comes on weekdays. Like, it's, like, once a week or something, and I don't know what happened to it because I don't think it aired recently. I'm like, whatever. The point is, you're trying to do some soup moves, and the souping tech sort of kind of on no more. I don't know. There's a question mark right now. We don't know if it's on. Like, I don't... This is what makes people laugh at this genre. Come on. With people still at home, people are... More people are working from home now because of this pandemic. One would think you would try to do something to bring those eyeballs in for those who used to, who watched this growing up or those who did, you know, who watched it, but they don't have the time anymore and they fell out of it, whatever. Now that people are home, you want to kind of like do like a love letter to bring them on back home. Come on back. You working from home on your lunch break, you can watch some B&B. It's 30 minutes. Watch it on your lunch break. Or if you can multitask, come on back home and watch it while you're at work at home. You know, have some familiar faces, i.e. Brooke and, Brooke and Eric, but come on back home. And then you're like, you know, the familiar faces and, oh, my God, what is this storyline? Not this doll bullshit, man. Like, you know, my sister used to watch the soaps with me and she's working from home and she stopped watching the soaps a while ago. And she called me up and was like, who was talking to this doll that looks like this girl at work? She's like, I thought this was the bold and the beautiful. And I'm like, it is. And she's like, this gives me passion vibes. I'm like, well, she's like, what? Like she like spent a good 20 minutes just going in. And I'm just like, I, I got nothing. I can't defend it. Like when you have people tuning back in you, I'm not saying to have the old storylines of like, say a Sammy talking to herself and you're <laughs> like, Oh, Sammy's still talking to herself when she doing dirty deeds. 
bring them back home with some familiar faces and some good stories. There could and be some sort of fashion. I mean, as much as for longtime viewers, all the fashion shows become a little bit repetitive. But if you're trying to hook people on with classic things that, that like lapsed viewers, a fashion Definitely. runway with people trying to mess it up is great hijinks that well, older viewers would be like, oh, this is nothing. familiar, but new. But not Better for nothing. Like you, the, the devilish and the damned or whatever right. it is right now with yeah, that doll. Not for nothing. The show is a fashion show. So yes. you saying that the, the repetitive of the uh, the 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 fashion off. I'm like, mm, well, it, no, but no. what I'm saying is, we tend to joke about the fact that the fashion shows don't no. have great fashion. Mm-hmm. They don't have, yeah, like th- that anything. type of stuff. So what I'm saying is, for those yeah. of us who watch consistently, when you have a fashion show, we can sometimes roll our eyes. But for people who are lapsed viewers, those are people who'd be like, okay, if we're coming back amidst a f- and coming back to a fashion show with hijinks, that would be people, very familiar for them to gra- people, grip onto. I think people really roll their eyes because hope is designing this hope for the future. And oh, what fu- what damn future is this line coming out of? Because I haven't seen any fashions on the runway. That's what I make fun of. But you get what I'm saying. Like, with these new characters coming in, it should be some gangbuster storylines. I did enjoy one week. I think it was last week where... Oh, was it this week? I think it was this week. It was this week where you had, we actually had an ABC storyline. We did? A, yes, we did. We actually did. <laughs> we had the C storyline was Quinn talking when she and um, she busted up into um, Spencer publication complaining about her marriage and how, how her plan blew up in her face and her trying to get Eric back. B storyline was Zoe and oh, yeah. Zenday and A storyline was at that time was either Hope and the and, and Thomas or it was Liam and no, or was uh Finn Steffi, and Finn, Steffi. Finn and Steffi. You had A, B, and C, and I actually enjoyed that. We need, but we need good storytelling. We need to tighten it up. The doll thing. I hope this wraps up really soon because based on spoilers, you know, upcoming. It seems like Liam puts two and two together. I hope this is wrapped up somehow, somewhere, because I'm just this storyline. I'm just, I'm just really disappointed in Brad. I would have thought Brad had been like, you know what? People working from home. Let's do the damn thing. Let's go all out. I think GH is like people are home. Let's do the damn thing. Days, same thing. The Bell shows, they're just like, eh. like come on, like take a page. From people's playbooks and say, okay, you know what? People are home. We wanna, we want them while they're home watching this. So when they have to go back to work, they got to, you know, they DVR it, watch it on CBS, whatever, whatever CBS access is gonna be called soon, because they merged with Paramount. Or watch on CBS, yeah, watch on CBS.com. Something like I'm not feeling the damn valley of the crazy dolls. I'm like, "Mm." what'd you think of Steffi and Finn this last week, Jillian? Um, they're moving really lightning fast, and I will give, I will, see, I can apologize when I'm wrong, I apologize, I have to apologize to Brad Bell, because I thought, yes, uh, you put a cork in it, Luke Jr., yes, this is why (laughs) I'm apologizing, I was like, they done ran through this opioid storyline, I'm just like, so pissed off, because it had potential, and then you 
the Jacqueline McKinnis Woods is like 20 yeah. weeks. And I'm like, ah, so Brad couldn't really do anything. She's pregnant. We're filming in the age of COVID. If there wasn't COVID, I'm pretty sure. I ain't going to bet my life on it because I don't play them games. But I'm pretty sure I would bet something substantial that Brad would have played it out as long as he could. But with the COVID restrictions, plus she's pregnant, you don't want a pregnant sis to be working in the COVID era when she don't have to be. You know what I'm saying? So right. I'll give them I'll give them their props for that. Steffi and Finn, I mean, they're... I, I guess I'm not on the bandwagon where everybody's like, oh, I love them. I'm like, eh. I mean, uh, that's where I am with them. I'm just like, eh. He's pretty. I mean, he's very yeah. pretty to look at. I, I, I don't... I'm just not there with this, with this, how they have a huge fan, like they have a substantial, I would say, fan base. I may need to watch it some more. I did like him stand, like he figured out something ain't right with your brother, Steffi. And yeah. Steffi's like, no. And he's like, no, girl, something ain't right with that boy. And he, he sound the alarm. If anybody, if it was anybody else, they would be like, that's not my ministry. I just want these draws. He's just like, no, Steffi, something's not right with your brother. So I like that, that, that dynamic happened. And I also Carly, what do you think? Clinton getting called out too, but go ahead. I think that people are so desperate for a new love interest for Steffi that that like I've seen even CBS is doing these sin ads, S-I-N-N as a squish name. I think for me, it's too soon. I think that, I like I Jillian. I think that you made a very good point about the. It makes sense now that they're why they're pacing it the way that um, the way that they are. I think though that I don't know. And Finn to me is interesting because he's not Liam, but there's nothing else about him that is interesting other than the fact that he can. Okay, he's smart enough to realize that something's off with Thomas, and he, like you said, took the initiative to mention something. I want them to flesh out his character because I don't. Besides the fact that he's not Liam, there's nothing about him that makes him interesting, really. You know, he's pretty. He's, I don't know anything about the character. We're not saying they have to give him, like, a super dark side, which I know some people have been speculating about, but, you know, flesh him out. Make him more, yeah. make him, if, you know, three-dimensional. If we're, but, if they're, listen, I'm not mad, like, I will give CBS this. Shout out to B&B's publicity department for trying to, like, for boosting this couple up. I'm not mad at that at all. They're hitting it while the iron, where the going's good. So I'm not mad at that because, you know, other networks don't pimp out their popular couples and stuff like that. They just think word of mouth and you tuning in will do the trick. I'm not mad at that, but we just need to know a little bit more about Finn. Like, he's a doctor. And? Exactly. Yeah, he's a doctor that knew that Steffi was a, a pillhead. That's it. We need a little bit more oomph. Let's talk about Days of Our Lives. Katie McLean made her debut as Jennifer Rose Horton Devereaux. Um, Katie McLean is one of those actresses who's portrayed characters I love and ones that I am not so much of a fan of. Dixie was one of those characters. While everybody else and all my children love Dixie, I was like, eh. I didn't like that she was killed off, but pancakes, but I did. You also didn't miss like her. Jake Martin, so. But shut up. I loved her on As the World Turns. Um, so now she's playing Jennifer Rose. First impression, Carly? Love it. 
love her. She gave this wonderful interview where she was so gracious about the circumstances under which she came on in COVID and under and the fact that she's so excited to be back on TV and that she's playing a historic character. It could it could have been a bit of an awkward position, you know, coming into a very long established role, but she seems to have taken to it with a plum and I think I can't wait to see what she's going to do. She's a very talented actress and I think that you know, welcome back, Katie. Jillian, first impression? I dig it. I like it. It wasn't anything jarring. She just slipped in there seamlessly. I, I enjoy her in the role. I hope they keep her around long. We shall see. Or, you know, if they are foolish enough to let her go, um, GH, she could be Liz's 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 mama. But I like her. She she slid right in there seamlessly. Um, she and Matt Ashford have good chemistry together. So I'm enjoying this. I like how they have her, how they have her slowly weaving herself into the canvas so she can't, so it's not jarring for Mm -hmm. viewers. So I'm enjoying her there. So go ahead, Katie, do your thing. We have a new Theo that is arriving. We don't have an air date, but Cameron Johnson has been portray- uh, has been cast in the role. Victor- uh, Vanessa Williams is also <laughs> returning. We don't have an air date for her either, but that will likely be a short visit, as most of hers are. The big storylines on screen this last week was the prison break, which impacted a whole bunch of people. There was Ben seeing his father Clyde out and confronting him. Marlena was uh, kidnapped by Orpheus to break out his son. Meanwhile, Stefano is in a ninja foodie and Rolf wants Kayla to carry the clone. There's so much. I just did a massive spew. I will let you guys pick out the portions of it you were most excited about. Jillian, okay, no, no. you first. No, I'm not. No, no. Uh-uh. I'm I'm doing a work around that. I'm not excited about Stefano. In and, a ninja foodie. In this Kayla thing. I understand you want to keep Stefano's legacy around. Kudos on you for that, Ron. But... No, this no, 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 no. This is this is kind of insane now. I know this somebody will yell, but this isn't Dave's wheelhouse. It is, but I'm like, Rolf, too much. Rolf, you're doing too much, and this is too much. I'm not here for this. And I'm like, Kayla of all. Mm. Anyways, child, I'm, so, I'm I'm leaving that alone. I don't. I do not like that. I do not like it. I wanted Kayla to like knock that damn thermostat, the thermos down that he had Stefano's essence in, and it just spills on the floor. She's like, "Oops, it ain't like viable." Austin Powers mojo in that little vial. Yeah, it's not viable. Like, um, no, stop. Like, um, no, like, no. Out of all the things that Ken Corday did, you know, Kristen Alfonso, the Wilson. Out of all the things you let get cut, this ain't one of the things you said, "Uh uh-uh, I'm not feeling it. This ain't hot. Like, what? I'm not feeling this. I'm just icked and grossed out by it. I'm not. Kate, I enjoyed that. Kate said, don't play with me and my... Gotta love a granny who has a gun in her her clutch. Kate said, don't play with me and mine. And pulls out her desert eagle and said, I'll bust one in you. I love... Listen, I love it. I love the fact that you know, we've been gone for a minute, but Kate knows about Allie's rape. And Kate is like, I want, she wants, she wants justice. Only problem I have, I'm like, they had a, 
drive-by moment where they have Sammy, where they mentioned Marlena, when they Nicole says she ain't trying to tell Sammy that nobody set, follows up with that. Marlena said, have you told Sammy? Mm. You know, after her mewing, nothing. Like, so I feel as though we're going to do another Sammy versus them again because mm. nobody told her about the rape, I'm I'm kind of over the Sammy versus them again. When Sammy is tearing up Salem because somebody has done her wrong or she's mad at her family, that's good, but it's becoming a trope. And before you kill that trope dead, fix it. You got some time. You, y'all are running close to air date, so fix it. Fix it, fix it, fix it. That's Any all thoughts I got on to Marlena and Orpheus? Marlene and Orpheus is always good, uh, good times, good viewing. It, you know, Marlena in a prison break just made me chuckle. I'm like, Marlena, I'm breaking the cons out, boy. Like, I thought that was funny as hell. But it's always good. It's always good uh, television. The prison break was good. Kate with a gat was good. They were all good. The the uh, Gwen is still making trouble, which I love. Um I enjoyed it all except for that Kayla Rolf Stefano's junk stuff. I'm not here for that. Again, Days has been on fire. People are at home. This is not one of the things that you should have people tuning into. So, Carla Vati, cut it out. I'm not here for it. Nope. Carly, what'd you think of the big umbrella storyline of the week with the prison breakout? I thought the prison breakout was a good way uh, to get some very interesting conflicts to the to the fore i think that you know stefano's you know jar of jizz needs to go sit itself down we we really we don't let kayla there you know kayla was always patches you know like ride or die why can't she be fighting you know along with marlena in another way shape or form rather than having to she's 60 and there's someone's trying to knock her up whoa oh okay so yeah Y'all could come for her, Carly A. Silver on Twitter. Well, no, I'm yeah. saying let her do, mm-hmm. let her, let her be an active participant in the fighting mm-hmm. rather than some old man taking her captive and making her the victim of trying to impregnate her. She's mm-hmm. a viable heroine in her own right. Why make her a pat? You know, why, why not let her take an active role? I think, and also, you know, there's, it's, it's, you know, let her be an an act someone who takes action in her own right rather than Rolf trying to knock her and all you know Stefano's legacy lives on in his children and in the say it exactly mm-hmm. and in the in the way that he dominated Salem for so many years we do not need another literal you know Stefano incarnation or brain swap let the work that Joe Muscolo did and the way that he was written you know, still loom over Salem, but there's a, there are enough demeras now between Kristen and Jake and Chad and EJ somewhere out there, you know, that, yes. that, that is a legacy that still lives on in Salem. We do not need another. Tony, Andre, whatever, which one yeah. that is. You know, and there's always, there's always more, you know, and there's Theo's coming back. He's a Demera so, grandkid. You know, there's plenty of Demeras out there. Let Kayla, you know, team up with Patch to go fight off the next generation of Demeras or something, rather than trying to, like, hold her captive or do something to her. Let her do something and be, you know, the badass that we all know she can be. To me, I was thinking, this Stefano storyline, I love Stefano. Stefano was the first, even before Helena, Stefano was the first villain that I loved in soaps because Days of Our Lives was the first soap that I remember as a child. And 
I've always liked Rolf because uh, he's wacky and weird and he pops in and out. And But this last week, I was like, enough. Just enough. If it would have been more logical for when Luis Sorrell was back for us, for there to have been a hit at hint at triplets instead of twins. But what I'm saying is with Stefan, with Stefan being dead, why couldn't instead of there being just Jake, why couldn't we have another one that would come back? And that Mm, would have been the one that Rolf had. And so now we've got an evil Stefan Stefano type that it has that is has Rolf whispering mm-hmm. in his ear and we have Jake the no. poor mechanic who's trying to like just find his way and then you they might as well have just said that that wasn't Stefan that died because well no, I'm not either feeling way I don't care either way but like in my mind uh, Stefano as a character after the chip going in Patch's brain and all the other stuff and now this I'm like it is someone enough we yes, need I feel as though we needs uh, the Demira legacy needs to be moved on to the next generation yeah. whether I feel or not as that as is Jake whether or not that is an, a recast EJ it is obviously Let's, not Chad because Chad is the one who's always the good, quote unquote, good person. Chad to don't have the balls Abby. to right. do it. Let's, let's he just, doesn't. Uh, exactly. Let's just, let's just keep it brass tacks here. After the chip, somebody, Ken Corday, should have told Ron, that's enough. No more Stefano. We understand that you want the let we we want that legacy to live on, but no, because to me you're bastardizing his legacy now. And you're cheapening it with this junk shit. I'm not here for it. Like you said, I totally agree with you both. They should be the next generation. Listen, James Scott said never ever 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 call his phone because he ain't coming back, y'all. Don't. Don't call me. I'm not going to call you. So for all the people who are, you know, because I always say this every once in a while when when Sweeney comes back, I'm like, should they recast EJ? I'm an EJammy fan, but I'm just going to be real. The man say he's been saying this for years. He ain't trying to come back. You just have a few who try it with me. Well, they should call James. I'm like, why the fuck they going to call James? And he just said he don't want to come back. The man has publicly said recently he does not want to come back. Back. He sounds like he is over Hollywood. Fine. That's cool. I've always been of the auspice of give the actor who made the role popular hot if they originated it. Go to them to give them first refusal and then recast. They didn't go to James Scott. James Scott let them know, don't come and knock on my door. Suck. His, in his Instagram comments. Yeah. Well, I, Carly, I got this. But okay. yeah. Uh, yeah. The, he's let y'all know, don't come and knock on my door. Now that he has said what he said, go and recast. Recast. It would be fly to see Chad fighting somebody. He's, you know, Chad is fighting somebody, thinking it's Gabby. He's fighting Tony Andre. Somebody in the family he thinks that is coming for that stock. He thinks it's Gabby. But you see EJ roll up, and he's like, EJ. And he'd be like, Chadwick, whatever his name. I think that's his real name, Chadwick. And he'd be like. I think that Stefano or something at one point, they called him Chadwick, but whatever. But, you know, he comes back and EJ is like, you have been playing hacky sack with this company too much. 
This is my company. I'm father's favorite. Who told you that lie? Because everyone, they like, when they say that Chad was Stefano's favorite, I'm like, that is bullshit. Stefano's favorite over the last couple of years was EJ. And mm-hmm. it was a neck and neck between EJ and, uh, I'm about to call her Susan Chow. EJ and Kristen. Her name is not Susan. Yes. So watch what I say. It's EJ and Kristen, like, then we can have a battle royale there and Jake be the spoiler, so to speak. Chad thinks that, you know, Chad thinks that EJ uh, is that, not EJ, that Jake is going to lean to him. Gwen thinks that she could throw her thing on him and he think and he's going to go with Chad. But then somehow Jake is like, no, I'm going with the Brit over here. Like, and the other thing that I thought, the, if my other thought, uh, uh, like when I was watching this last week and I was saying to myself enough with Stefano, two thoughts came to my mind. The first was there should have been triplets or they need to rewrite the oh. Stefan storyline. The sure. other one was why couldn't, why couldn't Rolf basically, why couldn't we find out that Rolf was Johnny's mentor? Wait, Johnny, oh. Johnny oh. Demera? Yeah, like we've got Allie coming back as this bad um, girl who's sort of being good. Why couldn't, if we were going to continue the EJ Stefano legacy, we should be having Johnny come back as a bad boy Demira who, and then have like Rolf try to get his claws into Johnny. Rather, I would be, yeah, re- I would be much more mm, interested not- in watching Rolf try and influence and a semi-impressionable young man who is basically like, Chad Chad doesn't deserve to be here. Who is this okay. interloper with Jake? And um, be like the person who's going to come in and try and do it. I, I have too much holes in that theory because in that, because it's like, why, you know, why would Johnny bond with the man that kept his father away? Why would Johnny bond with the man that screwed over his mother? Like, mm, that, I, but, I, you know, having Johnny come to the canvas would be cool. I've always thought that I'm tired of the Demeras being the bad guys. I've told you I wanted the Hortons to be the 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 screw ups and the outcasts. Nice. I would I would like for Johnny instead of him being the bad guy, why he's bad a bad boy in business when it comes to business, like sort of like how Jax was cutthroat on GH. I would like for Johnny well, to be cutthroat. I said like how he used to be. Well, no, but, but I, like, yeah, it's interesting that you mentioned Jax on general hospital, because one of the things that I was thinking of with this whole Demira mess and what's going on with that family and how it needs to be restructured. I was like, wouldn't it be great if Sebastian Roche came back as a Demira or arrived as a Demira? Because oh. he would Demira's on canvas now. He would provide a very villainous element. That I would just is like actually threatening because just Tony, comes, Dem- Tony comes back and he's a joke. Chad yeah, doesn't Tony, have Andre, balls. Yeah. Tony and we- Andre come back and he's a they're a joke or like that whole element is a joke. Chad has no balls. Jake doesn't have anything to do and he's just learning to be a Demira. At this point, Kate and Sammy are more Demira than any of the men in this house in this I family. I kind of would like for them to you know, and instead of them fighting for that company also, how about we expand it and have a good old fashioned Titan versus the Demira right. boys. Like come like I would rather that, but or something like you want to do the next generation, so, do that. And the catalyst, I don't know, what sets it off is, of course, a could woman. Be a woman. Yep. A woman. It could be Abby, like, 
instead of I'm like no, oh, let's 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 let Abby no, no, let's I, I, not only, let have Abby. No, I'm only saying her because I'm not really like I like Philip sniffing around Sarah, but I was just like I'm like that would be the catalyst to set it off, and I feel as though I only brought up Abby because this would bring break conflict for Kate. Does Kate go with her son? Because we know Kate don't play when it comes to hers. Or does Kate go with the boy that she has loved as a son and has seen this relationship blossom and grow? You see what I'm saying? I have a question because I do not know the nuance of the Kyriakos family tree well enough. What? We know that Xander is Victor's nephew. Mm -hmm. Is there any possibility that he could be also a Demira? Because if you would... Is no. like okay. no. shutting it down. No, they. I mean, they can do a backstory and do that. Right, with that's Sander. what I mean. Like, it, there, there is some wiggle room, but as of right now, no. Because my thought was, if you were going to actually bring someone in, like, I'm not particularly enjoying Xander versus Philip, and in my mind, if you were going to revive the Demira versus Kyriakos feud. How great would it be for Xander to find out that he's also a Demira and then that he uses everything that he like, we know that he's a good businessman based on what's being said. So if Victor ends up choosing Philip over him when he's the better businessman, if he then takes that and would use that at Demira, then suddenly we have a curious. a Demira who would be a threat to the Kyriakos and you could revive it and we could chat out. I just like the fact that it's not because they're all, they're all too connected. So I'm not for him being a Demira because you know, it will be a six degrees and he can't mess with this one. He can't mess. With, no, I, I'm liking that. He's just a Kyriakos for now. So totally don't put that out there. Well, I would rather have that than see Stefano in a Yeah, ninja we are foodie. pitching other Okay, we we get where you're going with this, so okay. But I we all don't we're pitching things cuz we don't like this funky junk thing. Like we don't like it. It's not cute. It's not sexy for daytime. I don't Rolf running around with that thing in a thermos. Like I'm like, "Oh my god." Like, "Ugh, I'm not I'm ugh, this is not cool and cute sexy Mm-mm, no final We're thought all... Ugh. final thought carly Ugh. um bold get your shit together because i'm not here for this thomas and the doll thing jillian and the, yeah i echo that but days please in the words of kathy griffith wrap it up and with Stefano's junk thing, because this is just no, y'all are doing so good. And then the hair comes this. The same rules apply with bold. People are home now. They're more at home now watching TV and stuff because of this pandemic. If you want eyeballs to tune in, this ain't it. Don't do that. My final thought was and is Ava and Nicholas were fantastic this week. On that note, we would encourage you to comment on this episode at DaytimeConfidential.com. Follow us on Twitter, Twitter.com slash DC Confidential. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash DC Confidential. You can find me on Twitter at Luke underscore Kurt. Jillian is Jillian Ava's hair. Braiding Ava's hair with that last Her her hair is too short to braid. She Um, can braid her hair. And you can find Carly at Carly A. Silver. We thank you for listening. Until next time, so long. You know, we don't know how to braid hair, man. She's not here too short. Sure. Sure.